1563, the Parliament of Scotland passed the Witchcraft Act. That led to an estimated 3,837 people being accused of witchcraft in Scotland, with approximately 2,500 executed between 1563 and 1736. Now in 2022, there's a push for new Scottish legislation dealing with witches in the form of a bill to pardon the women convicted under the Witchcraft Act of 1563. It's been proposed by Scottish National Party MSP Natalie Don, who represents Renfrewshire North and West in the Scottish Parliament. Natalie Don, welcome to Sunday Extra. Hi there, thanks for having me on. Natalie, could you outline a little bit of the history that you've learnt about in bringing together this call for a pardoning bill about what happened to so-called witches in Scotland? Sure, absolutely. Um, so as you've mentioned, um, over two and a half thousand people were executed within Scotland and over 85% or it's estimated that 85% of those people were women. Now, these pe people then faced really harsh conditions. Um, they were tortured, locked up and then ultimately executed with no evidence to go on. And it's a huge miscarriage of uh, justice. Absolutely. Uh, and in, yeah, shocking numbers historically. On the 8th of March this year, Scotland's First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon, your party leader, said this. And so today on International Women's Day, as First Minister on behalf of the Scottish Government, I am choosing to acknowledge that egregious historic injustice and extend a formal posthumous apology to all those accused, convicted, vilified or executed under the Witchcraft Act 1563. Now, some will ask why this generation should say sorry for something that happened centuries ago. Though it might actually be more pertinent to ask why it has taken so long. Natalie, why do you say legislation is necessary on top of the official apology from Scotland's First Minister? I think it's about the fact that these people have gone down, as I say, over two and a half thousand people have gone down in history as criminals. They were executed and they've been labelled criminals. And I think it's important to, to know why this hasn't already been done. This will clear all these people's, these innocent people's names. Um, and I think that's something that's that's really important. I know the, the Witches of Scotland uh, campaign, which has really, really grown over the last couple of years, they're calling for three things. They called for the apology, they're calling for uh, a pardon legislation and a national monument as well to recognise, uh, as I say, the, the huge miscarriage of justice. And you mentioned, yeah, the Witches of Scotland movement. I was listening to the Witches of Scotland podcast myself last night. Can you tell us a little bit about the momentum that's grown around this issue and what you think's driving it? Yeah, well, one of the things um, that I've kind of focused on in this, and obviously, as I said, over 85% of these people that were executed were women. Mm. So this is really a gendered issue. And we still see gendered and patriarchal attitudes in the modern day. It definitely manifests differently, but we still see it. Women and girls face an unacceptable level of harassment, threats, abuse and sexual violence. And fundamentally, I think these behaviours are rooted in the history of misogyny. So I think that's really grown um, and, and that's something that the Witches of Scotland have really focused on as well. 
And it's right, isn't it, that even though the First Minister apologised, a pardon can actually only be done en masse by legislation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only way that that these people could be pardoned. In the consultation document about uh, a bill to pardon Scottish witches, uh, you also refer to significant indirect benefits of passing a pardon bill now. What do you think those indirect benefits would be? So, as I say, I think in terms of equality, this could be something that has a major impact, recognising that this was a gendered issue and predominantly affected women and could have benefits for those attitudes in the modern day. But I also think this is something that's really important on an international context because there are countries where we still see witch hunts going on. We still Mm. see people being convicted, tortured and executed for witchcraft um, across the world. So if this could send a strong message that... Scotland's seen that as wrong, that it was a miscarriage of justice and that this shouldn't be accepted in the modern day, then that's that's something that I think should be absolutely supported. In bringing this proposal for a bill, were you uh, inspired by other movements to pardon witches from other places where these similar horrible events happened? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen, um, we've seen that kind of growing internationally as well. The the last witch of Salem was pardoned just a few months ago. Um, There was also a similar process that happened in Catalan. Um, So absolutely, I I think this is something that where this was a real problem and where this happened historically, that different countries are now recognising that this was wrong. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Scottish National Party MP Natalie Don about the proposal for a bill to pardon those convicted and executed under the Witches Act passed by the Scottish Parliament in 1563. Natalie, there was a consultation period about your bill proposal that finished up in the middle of September. What sort of response has there been to the bill and what's the current status of the proposal? So there were there was quite a lot of submissions to the consultation. There was fourteen hundred and fifty two completed submissions wow. and an overall supportive rate of eighty one percent. So I thought that was that was really positive. Mm. Um, there's a bit of process now to go through. At the end of the consultation period, all the responses have to be analysed, um, and and then I'll be expected to lodge a final proposal um, to the Scottish Parliament along with a summary of all the responses. I will then need to secure cross-party support from 18 other MSPs within the Scottish Parliament from, as I say, across uh, different parties for the bill to progress further. So that's the next steps and it's expected that that could still take a few months for everything to be be finalised. It sounds like there's been, yeah, a very strong response and primarily positive. I did read one commentary, I think, from a rights group called For Women Scotland who said that the Scottish National Party should be focusing on rights affecting women now as opposed to women who've died already. You've already spoken a little bit about how you see there being contemporary benefits for your proposal, but what's your response to that criticism? I think that the Scottish government and individual MSPs are absolutely championing women's issues. And I feel that that's something that I do every day Um, as a young woman, as a mother. That's something that I've held really important in my my short time in the parliament so far. 
I think that in order to support women in the modern day, we have to look at wrongs that have happened in the past and correct them. So I, I would say that this this bill does does stand up for women in the modern day if it can have mm. any impact in changing changing things. Natalie Don, what do you think about things like the fact that there's a a new witch trail that's been created by a tourism company visit Scotland? Do you think that sort of thing is appropriate? I think that it really depends on the way that it's done. There's two different things going on here. You've got your sort of stereotypical image of the witch and, and the history and everything that goes with that, that kind of, as I say, image that comes up in kids' cartoons and, and films and media. But then you've got this real injustice that happened to so many people across the world. And I think as long as people are being educated on what really happened, then as I say, as long as it's done in a specific way, then obviously we can still talk about witches. Mm. <laughs> and just finally, Natalie Don, you mentioned the uh, the three planks of those supporting the uh, Witches of Scotland uh, sort of rehabilitation program, the apology, tick, that's done. Uh, if your proposal uh, passes, then there'd be a pardon bill as well. Uh, would you support the third plank also of some sort of monument to commemorate those who lost their lives because of the Witches Act? Absolutely. I, I mean, I think it's ridiculous that there isn't something already. I mean, mm. you, you walk around and you see lots and lots of statues of historical figures and so few of them are women. Um, and uh, given what many of these women went through, I, I would absolutely support that. I think, as I say, education is really key and having something like that in place would, would allow people to see and would allow people to understand the history. And in fact, I would go further and say that I think because this happened in various places across Scotland, I, I would support a national monument, but I also think that in these other places it should be recognised that these trials and these executions happened there too. Indeed, and I suppose that would create a new witch's trail that would do exactly what you're talking about and focus on the issue in the correct way. Natalie Don, thank you so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra and all the best for the passage of the bill. Thank you very much for having me. That was Scottish National Party MP Natalie Don, who's a member, of course, of the Scottish Parliament. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.